I have two Instagrams, so I don't always look at my other one. Oh, I want to be part of the secret does one. One man no. need. The secret one is just for porn. The secret one, exactly. <laughs> His only fans. Sorry, that he follows. none of you can be part of my secret Instagram. All right. Yeah, secret login names are usually meant to be a secret. Okay. It's for your own protection. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, Danielle, and I are wrapping up our review of The Duke and I. So if you're also reading the book along with us, and you still have book left to read, then you're listening to this episode prematurely. Of course, if you are listening to this, then you are either reaffirming or newly acquiring your official rank of favorite listener. For new club members, a quick explanation... The deal is that anyone can listen in to the first episode of each season, or just dip in for the movie review, but even if you aren't reading along, if you're here for the second book review episode, then you're committed to hearing the whole story. Hence, you're our favorite. Last time around, I gave our favorite listeners a code word that later got them an entry to a giveaway where they could win a free book, and I liked that, so let's do it again. I'll give you a code phrase, which is... Forgotten Letters, and sometime before the beginning of next season, we'll do another free book giveaway on our social media, so keep an eye out and remember Forgotten Letters. And hey, thanks for listening. So I never expected I would need to give so many trigger warnings when we picked this book, but heads up, this section does contain references to rape, so proceed with caution if you're sensitive to that topic. Okay, long preamble. But if you're ready, let's get back to my conversation with Chris, other Chris, and Danielle, already in progress. There you Perfect. Go. Perfect. Solving problems. This is what we got to do. Otherwise, oh, they'd be coming in at 7 a.m. I say, when I was his age, I just naturally woke up at like 6.30 on a Saturday, because I remember the weird early morning cartoons ending right when I was getting up. Yeah. And I learned early on that my mom was not awake, so I would just go out <laughs> to the den and turn on the TV and start watching... Right. Me too. And I see her around like two hours later at like nine. That's when I would so. take the time to eat like cookies and stuff because no one else was up but me. So I could just <laughs> get the cookies out of the pantry. Those, yeah. Do you remember the like chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla wafer cookies? Yes. Yeah. Those yeah. were amazing. We always had those in the house and I would be like, all right, everyone's asleep. I'm eating these cookies. And then I put them back and no one knew. I will have Perfect to say crime. that is also the time. Well, now they're going to know. Like four and a half. <laughs> That I decided it would be fun to roller skate in my kitchen. Uh-oh. Which was tiny, but, I, you know, I was big enough. I'm like, great, I'll just watch this cartoon and roller skate. So I put on my roller skates and did that, and I think I climbed up to try to change the channel, and I slipped and fell, because, you know, roller skates don't make for good traction. No, sure, sure. And uh, I cracked my wrist. Oh, no. Oh. And as I recall, my very hazy memories, it's like I cried and told my mom what happened and we went to the doctor and that was it. My mom was like, when I asked her about it when I was older, she's like, no, you didn't really say much. Like, I knew it was hurting, but you wouldn't tell me how much it hurt. And I didn't take it to the doctor for like a whole day. 
because you didn't really make much of a fuss about it until you were trying to sleep and you couldn't sleep because your arm hurt too much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's not how I remember it. She's like, yeah, that's what happened. You may have been mildly concussed. Uh-oh. I'm like, all I remember is then I got to wear a sling that had ducks on it, and that's how I learned how to ride a tricycle with with just one hand because I couldn't nice. use my other hand for for what seemed like forever, but whoever knows how many weeks that was. Yeah. That is also the closest I've ever come to breaking a bone. Oh. So I have never done anything dangerous the rest of my life yet, knock on wood. And uh, that was as, I guess, risky as I've gotten. Oh. So hmm. I mean, you know, when we were kids, man, we, it was wild, all the stuff that we did. Wild and It's like nowadays well, everyone's like, nope, you can't have this. Well, yeah, you compared got, you can't to have that. Gluten. Can't have any you of this can't stuff. ride your bike to your friend's house and spend the morning at your friend's house unsupervised. I never had um, a helmet when I, when I have a bike, or, and I like never had one. And I now had it's like one, my but I would stuff. I would wrap the straps around my handlebar and just clip it and let it hang out the front. Like I didn't wear it until one time. I don't know. I was like eleven or twelve. I was riding a bike home from a friend's house, going fast like you do. Yeah, and uh, this car appeared, and I they were turning, and thankfully they slowed down. Like I full on like bumped, fell onto their hood, but that was like serious. Like we're, I was fine, but up. after that I wore a helmet because I'm like maybe I should do that now. Probably true. <laughs> Head first, man. It's like yeah. I wore nothing, and my kids have knee pads, elbow pads, wrist guards, helmet. <laughs> yep, I had that stuff for rollerblading, but that was a little more risky. I have that so. now too. Yeah. Travis looks really good in his gear. Did you see it oh, on I'm Instagram? Sure. No. You guys are on Instagram? I am. That's all I do is post pictures of Travis. It's really weird. My f- <laughs> do I follow you on Instagram? And I number I them. I, we're at like 102 at this point. I think I might be following you. I just don't check I thought, that Instagram. I thought you meant you like ranked them. Oh. <laughs> like out of 10. Place. No, I, they're all just pictures of Travis that I take. Every mm. once in a while I, I'll pop a different one on there, but usually it's all Travis. Well, sometimes I the have... cat isn't it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. There you are. Yeah, I do. I do follow you. There we go. Ah, there's the picture. See? <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. I'm parting that. Precious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should look and see if I got another heart. <laughs> you should. You oh just my got one God. <laughs> Travis, you do look like you're going to go do, like, modern oh. battle with something. Oh, he hearted it. Just like <laughs> yes. he said. Yep. The <laughs> last one is my favorite one. This here. technology, Travis man, it's so exciting. Very serious. In front of your your Yule log video with the dinosaur. That like was that a one. great picture. Yeah. Yeah. Travis posed for it. This is all really good for the audio medium. <laughs> right. Talk about everyone. Go look no else on see. Instagram and find a. You can follow me. People. I don't know what my name is. Um. So, the second half of this book had way more um, sheet jizzing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't quite prepared for that. Like, <laughs> This is where all the delightful bodice ripping, so to speak, occurs. Mm-hmm. It was like 100% more <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. sheet jizzing in the second half. It was, it was pretty hot for a book. <laughs> they got married, yo. So That's yeah. what you do when you get married. That's what you do. When you get married you... in, what, 1814, that's what you do. Well, yes, it Blow is. It on Travis the and I actually just looked up when condoms were invented. It was like 1855, so they had oh, to use, like, well. animal bladder until yeah. that time. And that sounds yeah, disgusting. Yeah, they used, like, sheep stuff and things. Yeah, gross. You can still get those condoms for the people who are latex sensitive. Oh. But apparently they smell, so I've never <laughs> seen them. Uh, okay. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like it smells like like it is like dried skin or something. Like. <laughs> Ew. It's not pleasant, but it's it's useful. An onion skin. It's useful. Ew. <laughs> no, I think sheets would be the better option. <laughs> I mean, that just speaks to how much people tried to prevent having babies throughout time. Yeah. I'm going to, to put this dried sheep's gut on my dick so it's, nothing gets through. <laughs> this is preferable to children. You know what, though? I feel like that's also preferable to sleeping in it. <laughs> like, that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. poor babes always having to change the bed sheets. <laughs> That was my main question I started... reading those sections. Is like, was that more efficient than like, I don't know, going on the floor and like I scooping it up know. scooping it up somehow? He's a it's, duke. He doesn't care about quicker. things like that. Do well, they not have like socks nearby? You know what? They have no. chamber pots. Why do you pick the chamber Dude, pot yeah. up? Bring the you don't have time to gra- to reach under the bed, grab the chamber pot, pull it out, put it under your chair. You know what? Make sure <laughs> it's clean have it on the bed with you. That like, provide that, that involves planning, what? and as you may have learned from from Simon and stuff and other people here, when when things get hot and heavy, we don't we stop thinking that well. I guess. So, whatever happened? But I like the that idea. Tradition of chamber of just pot finishing or... on a chest. Yeah, that happens. Ew, I don't like so that. I mean... Like not these books, but that happens in some of the books I read. Go bathe yourself. So on the I don't like that shit. Like I hate that in porn. Like and then, he, and then the me. men go get like a nice damp towel and like clean it up for her. Like, it's that like, could you go away? Ideal. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that shit. I don't know how people find that attractive. You're like, dismissed. So Goodbye. I'm sorry. So, people are not your so Netflix uh, <laughs> made a series out of this. They did. Every episode is just gonna be this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I like how how are they going to express this in I'm, camera? They always do with boobs and butts. I understand it's pretty graphic, but then my friends yeah. who I chat with, they've watched it, and my one friend said, if all these all these women are getting hot and heavy over these sex scenes, clearly have a very vanilla sex life. And they, oh. So, yeah. to her, Gauntlet this was thrown. not spicy. Mm. I feel like it's spicier when it's described it to you in a book. <laughs> so it might not be, it might be like Game of Thrones, like, oh, just for naked people getting at it. But I right. thought it was pretty spicy reading it, like reading descriptions. Mm. You have to but, use your imagination. Right. Makes it a better book experience but, than what but I usually read. I guess my point is that pulling out and blowing it on the sheets <laughs> is a central plot point. <laughs> you well, can't yeah. just cut that yes, out. You no, can't no, just gloss over that. it. No. They they might show it. You never know. It Maybe might, refer or to just it hint at it. Yeah. Like, He'll make a distressed moan or something. Well, he'll probably, like, <laughs> move his, move, switch his angle a bit, and that, like, implies that he pulled out and is, like, next on the sheet next to her or something. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah. I'm anxious to see. How to, display, how to portray this in a TV show. I'm anxious, <laughs> anxiously awaiting. It has a triple X rating because they just show it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, be kind of awesome. Everybody wants like, them TV to. They has like shifted to a new level. <laughs> let's let's be honest about what we want from this. Like, <laughs> that's why we read it. Porn. Why watch it. <laughs> I want classy period porn. Yes. that's what I'm expecting. Downton right. Abbey with sex. That's what I'm looking for. Except it's 100 years before Downton Abbey. Is it? Yes. All right. Downton Abbey starts in 1912 
and goes to 1924. Yeah. Man, you have a lot of notes um, still. <laughs> I've shown you. One. <laughs> <laughs> I can it a little. It's like yeah, I had I had the one note. Content. Like, oh my god. I had the one note. We covered everything now. Notes. How do you have all these? Notes? <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, we're done. That's all you need to know about the rest of, of, of this book. Production was pretty weird. I mean, aside from uh, pullout techniques, how did you find the second half of the book? Good. I mean, it was just as enjoyable as the first. I thought, just you know, spicier. Yeah. I, I so. it really made the book made the book whole. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Full circle now. Yeah. Pictures got painted for characters about each other. You know, everyone has got developed one way or the other. Yes. 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 Including many a set of sheets. Yes. <laughs> right. Other Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I liked it. Yep. Uh, yep. I think the thing is, like, if you read romance books for the the intercourse scenes yep they're second half mm-hmm. there they are that's what you that's uh, where they are that's what you came for and, i like uh, the story though too yeah i was just gonna say i like this has a nice story like does it? it's not just about the sex <laughs> it did does it? it does have a nice story okay the story was fine but i like period dramas the so i was gonna was, like the story anyway was good mm-hmm. mostly Hippie good for 2000 uh when the book I wish came out they had sp- I mean, obviously, they followed the plot and the, the development of the relationship, but I felt like very concentrated in, like, That's having true. sex every other it's... chapter in this section. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, guys. Yeah. I know you're newlyweds. Maybe they should have Maybe they should have started a little earlier, too, in the story. Like maybe, spread it out a little. Maybe. Well, you'll have some romance novels where it's like, they don't really like each other all that much, but they're, like, married right away, and then yeah. it happens throughout the whole book, so. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It just anyway. depends on, you know, when when it's applicable to the storyline. Yeah. But I was entertained. Mm. I was certainly entertained. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, aside from the gross parts of the sex scenes, like describing where his seed would land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was diver- diversion enough. It was fine. Yes. It was fine. I was reading some reviews, too. I did appreciate, as well, the... Uh... Not your normal Regency period story where the girl was like poor from yeah like a moneyless gentry family. I like like okay, she's she's where she's supposed to be. They're having fun, right? Don't have to worry about that whole dynamic. Just other things, you know. It's a little different for fans of the period. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I felt like it could have been about fifty pages shorter though. Mm-hmm. Kind of like two of those sex scenes would be good. The yeah. sex scenes weren't that many pages. But no, there but were too many, them. <laughs> too many of them. Too many. Oh, clearly you guys don't read enough romance novels. I mean, not we don't. enough. I just go I, porn. I can say yes, that's true. We don't. It's way more efficient. <laughs> you know what? The one thing that does bother me in a lot of these romance novels is that these people like talk through sex way too much like through the whole thing and I'm like shut it like it's so weird shut up what are you doing why are you saying these things well and just think of what it's like too then if you're doing the audiobook like I did and you have some lady reading these to you (laughs) that'd be kind of funny actually I'd be interested to listen to that yes I want Betty work, White, but it's to also kind of silly. Romance novels. It's like an extra layer to it. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be delightful if Betty White. Too much this talking. This lady was good. I don't appreciate it. She makes it. time and a half that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know anybody that, like said, that talks that much during sex, though. Maybe some people do. I don't know. I'm sure some people do. I like, never do. Basically, so. like, it's like, it makes me think of the, uh, when it's like, almost, almost. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> <laughs> British, <laughs> British people yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just. Talking about through it. There or, we are. Or Betty White reads porn. Oh, like that. that'd be nice. I would listen to that. <laughs> Betty White, if you Betty happen White. to be a listener, make this happen for us. We will buy it. Yeah. All four of us. Yeah. Four copies. One Let's of your go. great opuses for the for the latter years of your life. Yes. Yes. Well, if we want to get in some details, I did a thing where I like wrote letters you could read. Mm-hmm. He did. So I didn't have to transcribe them. So fantastic! Let's see how this goes. There's a lot of pages. I hope that it's not a terrible disaster, but so if you feel weird about it, just pretend you didn't and skip some pages, <laughs> and you'll be fine. Perfect. I'll just talk about uh, less about you know like goosebumps and shivering and stuff, and we'll be oh all good. Oh my god! Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. got all that stuff out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, part two. Just to remind everyone where we were, there's Simon, right? He's the new Duke of Hastings. His dad is super dead and he hates him because he was a dick. <laughs> also, he mm-hmm. stutters, but Daphne doesn't know that yet. Daphne's the eldest daughter of the Bridgerton family, uh, and they are pretend dating so that they can go to all these high society functions and, you know, have fun together and make Daphne more desirable to everybody. Mm-hmm. But they just kissed out in the garden or whatever at this one party. Whoa. And Lady Scandals. Whistledown, she has a gossip rag, is like, many women has been ruined by a single kiss, and oh boy, she was right. Oh section dear. Two. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so we jump back into it, and Simon's like, I wasn't sure at what moment he was going to kiss her, but then something happens, like her eyes change, and they almost glow, because she was a witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly right. And I'm going to say here, like, I'm I'm not the guy you want reciting all the lusty details of all these uh-huh. sections, because I would ruin it, because I sound like me. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're in there. I think we've covered. They are, in fact, they're in there. So, you know, lusty details. Uh, a boob was out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a boob was that, out. Yep. That happened. I did all to see all of if his... you walked in. All of his scenes were like, if he didn't kiss her right now, then he would die. Then just do it he already. Would just die. Just do it already. So there are many, many Chance. smooches, and yes. He's like, should I pull down your dress? Yep. Yep. Okay, I did. And your boobs out. But then... Oh, no. With her tits out. Oh, shit. It's <gasps> Big Brother Anthony. God, Anthony. He ruins everything. Fucking cockblock. He is so annoying in this book, <laughs> but man, he's great in the next one. He rolls up and like... Punches the fuck out of Simon, who doesn't really fight back, but uh, beating him enough that Daphne has to intervene and ends up getting knocked into a hedge. Oh my god, they have to get her out they of They stop long enough to pull her out while Simon does. But her dress is punctured by prickers and then tears away like in one of those animes I've seen. They needed a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony gives her his coat and then sucker punches Simon in the eye. He's like, that's for defiling my sister. And Daphne didn't do anything. Very scandalized that her brother has seen her breast. It's unnatural. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's certainly weird. Oh, but that is would it be that weird. Uncommon. There's eight kids Probably. in this house. Like I don't know. Couldn't well, the like brother house. have waited and like taken care of this another time? No, 
could not have waited. He's like, listen, buddy, you better marry her. Simon says, I can't and I won't. And so, another punch to the face. He's like, pistols at dawn then, sir. This is how we solve things. Daphne's like, man, I never thought a man would prefer to die than to be with me. Frowny face. It's disheartening. Simon's like, listen. That would be. If I could marry anyone, it would be you. I'm like, okay, good. It's settled settled then. Let's do do that. No. It's like marrying me would destroy you. I could never give you what you want. Like, all right. He's well. got his stupid reasons. <laughs> he doesn't know what she wants. He, they didn't talk about that. He they doesn't really know do. what he wants. He just knows she's a yeah. woman, and so she wants all the babies. You know, you know how women are, right? So what? We want to get married and have babies immediately. I would say I've met plenty of women who don't, but... Mm-hmm. You know. No. Sorry. Not in the 1800s, you didn't. Yeah, because you could die at any minute, so you better get it out there now. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Uh, Anthony takes her home to have a nice brandy. She's like, no, I want to think. And he seems very confused by that. So, Lady Whistledown interjects, because she's like the header of all these chapters, and I wanted to go back and try to put them together by day to see if they made any sense, but they really don't. Mm-hmm. It's basically just, here's what's going to happen in this chapter. But yes. Anyway, Lady Whistledown's like, what a scandal. Colin Bridgerton danced with all three Featherington sisters. Whoa. Uh-oh. Also, that Nigel guy was seen courting someone who's not Daphne. Oh. Who left early because wow. she had a headache. It didn't seem like she had a, had a headache. I'm like, this gossip magazine sucks. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> interesting thing. Missed all the dress ripping. Yeah, there was a boob yeah. out. She wasn't there watching? Was totally a boob. Uh, yes, back at home, Daphne uh, paces and thinks, like, I must stop this duel from coming, but how? Just like the Grinch. Just like the Grinch. Better intentions. <laughs> Better intentions. <laughs> She's pretty sure no word's gotten out, though, because her mom would have rushed home already if it had. But the the line I liked was, like, whispers will, will get out and whispers turn to roars. Because I had an image of someone yelling in someone's face, like, <laughs> roaring it. <laughs> but people would forgive anything if one was connected to a duke. Of course. And she's pretty yes. sure that, you know, he's got some sort of inner turmoil going on, but what could it be? But uh, when Colin sneaks back in the house, he's like, hey, my friend Macclesfield saw you and that Hastings guy sneak off. And also Lady Danbury knows. Shit. (laughs) So she's like, oh, I got to stop this duel for real now. I am ruined. (laughs) Yep. They said she was uh, telling him about the duel. Her eyes were not crying, but still suspiciously wet. And I thought that would have been a better name for this book. Suspiciously wet. Suspiciously wet. Suspiciously wet. <laughs> yes. <Bridgerton> volume one. <laughs> yeah, Simon agrees to help, even though he's really angry. Also, like all of her brothers, like hate Simon now. But they are. He shows up at dawn. Anthony and Benedict are already waiting. He's like, "You don't have to do this. You could just marry my sister." He's like, "Yeah, I do." I'm like, "No, actually, you don't." At this point, I'm like, "Is he really going to die just because his dad was an asshole?" Yes, he was. Seems like he was into it. He didn't even have a second, but he picks up his gun anyway, getting ready to be shot. And then Daphne's theme music starts, and she runs down the ramp and, like, punches him right in the face. <laughs> right in his yeah. That's right. Knocks him yep. down. It's a way to make an entrance. You've got to marry me, she says. We've been seen, and now I'm spoiled goods. He's like, well, okay. I mean, if I must. <laughs> if I must, I must. If someone saw us walking in the hedge together, your reputation is ruined. It took you punching me in the ruined. eye to convince me. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, knock some sense back into him. He wants to marry her. Felled by a woman. He just doesn't know He was it. just trying to talk himself out of it. 
Yes. Lady Whistledown is like, like, no, we're going to do it. Lady Whistledown's like, I heard it. there was a duel, which was stopped, or which is stupid, but no one was hurt because some angel must have intervened. And I'm like, what if Lady Whistledown is Daphne and she's just, you know, trying to up her stock and get what she wants this way? What if? What if? <laughs> Apparently we don't find out who she is till book four or five or something. You're going to find out at the end of the series, this first thing. Oh, okay. They spoil it early. Oh, God. Jerks. Yes. Don't. Don't spoil it till the end, the the last possible second that the, you can find out. The weird out. thing too was like they would interject these little excerpts from the paper and then go right back to the same scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the next chapter. Yes. Like, all right. So Simon's like, "Okay, I'll marry you, but I can't have children," and that was almost true. And she's like, "Uh, okay." So Anthony's like, "Is there a problem?" She's like, "No, there will be no duel. The Duke and I, huh?" Simon feels all the feels, but isn't quite sure if he's just been delivered to heaven or to hell. Probably both. Maybe a little of both. Uh, so, of course, the Bridgerton House is a whirl of excitement because the Archbishop's already been contacted to request a marriage license. It's a special license. Everyone is always getting a freaking special license because they're always getting in these pickles. Pickles. Trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know, if a duke says, hey, give me a marriage license no, like, for pronto, they got it. they'll do it. Make it nice and legal. Uh, yep. Yeah, so when Violet found out that people may have seen them together kissing, she's like, okay, let's get this done now. Like, right now. And uh, Daphne's in a kind of daze, uh, reconciling what's happened that morning. And besides, even if Simon can't have kids, she'd rather marry a man who loves her than have kids with someone who didn't. And yeah, agreed. Yes. That Oops. makes that makes sense to me. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simon receives Anthony at his home. Uh and I'm delighted that his butler is called Jeffries. Jeffries. <laughs> yes. It's like it's Gee, a great show name. Anthony and Jeffries. Uh Anthony's like, man, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you ever hurt my sister, I punch you in the stomach. Yep. <laughs> and meanwhile, Simon's wondering when his life became so complicated and imagines having sex with Daphne, and he's like, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. My life is really complicated, but this will be cool. Yeah. That part will be great. Uh, Lady Whistledown's like, I told y'all motherfuckers, a marriage. Never bet against the kid. <laughs> uh, Simon takes a break from the Bridgertons, but then Anthony comes around to help arrange all the marriage contracts. Because all the men do that. Men, yeah. Women don't need to be involved no. in settling their lives. Simon has refused a dowry. And they're just going to set up a trust fund, I guess. Yes, because like, he's got enough money. He doesn't need her money. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but two days before they're going to get married, right? Simon comes by and presents Daphne with a uh, betrothal ring. Uh, and they note the erotic moment of him removing her glove. <gasps> Whoa. An ungloved hand scandal. Sounds like, check out this ring. It's green like your brown eyes. Yep. (laughs) 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 But her eyes are not completely brown. There's a green circle around them or something. That's true. And then she looks in the mirror and she sees it. Yeah. So for Mm -hmm. now now on, she will have green eyes. Yes. Yes. And I just noted, jewelry solves all relationship problems. Take note, everybody. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The bigger, the better. Okay. Maybe my favorite scene in the book is the night before when her mom stops by. Is going oh, to give her the talk? Starting tomorrow, I, I laughed out loud listening to that, and I had to explain to Matt why I was laughing. <laughs> so I guess I'm like this is hilarious. Better late than never, I guess. She's 
And yep. Daphne's like all ears. But she's really rather embarrassed and doesn't tell her much of anything. He's like, well, you'll have duties. Yeah, but what? He's like, well, the husband will know what to do. And not in my experience. <laughs> and you might enjoy it. it doesn't like, have to yeah. be unpleasant. Also, you should know this is what you have to do to have a kid. And she's like, oh, so you've done this eight times, Mom? Yes. Eight times. Yes, eight. Only, Only eight. eight. Only eight. Only eight. <laughs> Look, it's kind of sad that even that makes her feet seem a little skanky. Mm-hmm. Just a little. <laughs> even if I had it the minimum amount of times. But, uh... <laughs> Daphne's like, well, wait, if Simon can't have kids, can he do whatever it is he has to do to have them? Oh, dear. I wonder. Uh, the wedding comes. Simon is uttering his vows very slowly and determinedly. And just when they're about to kiss, little Gregory sneezes just like other Chris does, like a hundred times in a row. Aww. Oh, man. <laughs> so their kiss is interrupted with giggles. Does happen. Oh, giggles. <laughs> Therefore, they're rumored to be the most happy couple in ever. with so much laughter. Because most people don't like each other when they get married, so. Lady Whistledown's like, I mean, that's what I heard. I wasn't even invited. God. So probably it's not Anthony who's Lady Whistledown. Ugh. Probably not. Or he's just very clever in covering his tracks. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that the scandal person can lie at all. No. Ever. <laughs> but, you know, since they really didn't have time to plan a wedding trip, they just go to Cliveden, his childhood home, for a while. Yeah, that's fun. Is yeah. the start. And they leave, like, straight away. Straight into like, it. Like, right into the carriage straight. now. Daphne's like, but won't driving there take all night on our wedding night? Wink. Shouldn't we? Simon's like, yeah, shut up. We'll just get an in <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. He's like, listen, I'm taking a nap the whole way. <laughs> well, yeah, he's decided, since he can't give her kids, he's going to make an effort to be a gentle husband. Since he owes yep. her that much. But yes, much carriage weirdness on this trip. She I knows guess he's not because sleeping. they're like they're both they're ready to get at it like rabbits, I guess. Do their yep. marital duties, whatever those might be. But yeah, I still like that as Danielle brought up. She's like, I know you're faking. I have brothers. <laughs> yeah, I've got brothers. I know what this looks like. <laughs> but you know what? He, he's <laughs> trying so hard. I'm just gonna let him do it. I, yep. I wanted to ask. Okay, just the men. Though, mm-hmm. have you ever been so like horny that you pretended to be asleep so you didn't? No. Know <laughs> Not at all. Okay, just me. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to take her right here in the carrot. Well, no, I'll just pretend to be, I'm be asleep. for uh, two hours. It would be hard in that carriage, but I would be like, you know what, we're trying this. They, they, a lot of couples in these books do that in the moving carriage. In the car- oh my god, yeah, in it's this bumpy. Series? I mean, no. if it's not uh, so bumpy on the road, you could know. do it. Like there's space and some, you know, like couch. They don't have iPads padding. back there. Well, and they can close the curtains, and nobody can tell what they're doing in right. there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And your servants won't tell because you pay them well enough and/or control their lives. Right. So. Yep. Uh, so they get to some random end. And there's a slight dust up when Simon wants two rooms for them. It's like, I'm not going to consummate her in a roadside inn. And Daphne's like, why the fuck not? Daphne's like, it's fine. <laughs> I like it. It'll be fine. And I like the yep. innkeeper being like, if I'd known you were coming, I would have thrown that lady and her kids out on their asses like this. <laughs> you do when a duke is coming, because dukes outrank everybody except for the king. Oh, sorry. So. Yes. Uh, so they get the one. You room. keep a duke happy. Got it. I like their descriptions of his face trying to figure out how to let this duke down gently. 
that I can't fulfill your request. Well, because a lot of dukes would get really upset about this and mm. throw temper tantrums. A lot of them would. They would be complete assholes. Well, they think they're high and mighty because everyone calls them your grace. Yes. Right. So. The Bassets are not so high in the instep. Mm. No. That they can't just have not one this room. one. Not this pair of them. No. <laughs> yes, they get the single room, and there's a kind of like a bedroom farce scene. Where, like, mm-hmm. he wants to go to dinner, but she does not want to go to dinner. Like, she's ready for no. business time. She's like, let's go. But yep. then she's embarrassed because she's like, wait a minute. I know I know you can't, though. And he's like, what the hell? Who told you I was impotent? <laughs> my, mom, my mom did. <laughs> your mom? <laughs> Why does your mom know? <laughs> well, but she doesn't really, but. Yeah. Simon's so like, listen, I can make love on you real nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. He was like, I was going to take you to dinner, but instead I got to prove I got, I got no problems take with the you penis. To bed instead, yeah. Yep. Lady Whistledown's like, life sure is boring now the Duke and Duchess aren't here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they cut back to the intimate goings on between, you know, two consenting adults mm-hmm. that aren't really meant to be spoken about after the fact. But some things I'd like to note about the wedding consummation. Uh, Simon is really glad that Daphne is a virgin and basically ignorant not least of all because she doesn't question when you know he does his thing on the sheets right Mm -hmm. uh she is a virgin and she climaxes on her first time oh yes so that's a fantasy novel now like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know maybe he's that good he traveled europe you never know what he learned could be he was with a lot of opera singers right yeah And uh, right in the part where he was finger banging her was when my kid shoved a stuffed animal right in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Startling and embarrassing. question when he spills his seed upon the sheets she's like this fine i guess that's what happens like well so, that's yeah. a mess but whatevs and then they you know right. get to clive Adin and spend you know a couple of weeks in the master bedroom most of the time mm-hmm. but simon's all moody and uninterested and talking about you know the house and his childhood so daphne hits up the housekeeper mrs colson to get Uh-oh. The details. those housekeepers always talk yeah mm-hmm. well, they know all the deets she mm-hmm. she learns about simon's stutter and his father's ashfulness yeah and how his mom struggled to conceive. She's like, if you ask me, it was the yeah. father's fault. Because a womb needs a strong seed, you know. And Daphne Amen, says... Amen, sister. Interesting. Yeah. Very anyway, interesting. save that for later. Yeah. Either partner <laughs> can be infertile. Yeah, that's true. So Lady Whistledown uh, is like, listen, I don't know what the Duke and Duchess are doing. I don't have spies everywhere. Fuck, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's June. That's right. Yeah. It's hot. It's 75 today. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all the clothes pretty... they had to wear, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. That would still be warm because there's still no air conditioning and no ceiling fans. Right. So So I think that that same evening, Simon's like, man, we were already kind of falling into a pattern, me and my new wife. Yeah, it's cool. But while he's trying to seduce her, she keeps staring at his mouth. He's like, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> and they re enter the bone zone. They uh, sure do. Uh, and just a random aside, like, when romance novels are like, he touched and teased everywhere. Like, do they mean everywhere? Like everywhere yeah. in between the fingers and the Achilles tendon. And... Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. if you do it right, everything becomes hot. Mm-hmm. Left eyebrow. <laughs> like, if you really build up the tension, my friend. I guess. 
Everywhere is is exciting. I guess I have a lot to learn. Sure do. Yeah. Good thing you got seven more books. <laughs> Good thing. Say so take notes. <laughs> Inside of the elbow. <laughs> yep. Actually, that can work depending on the person. And I'm gonna move quickly on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, even though it's pretty great, all the sex, like Daphne can't help but being pensive and thinking, like women, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. She tells Simon, I love you, and then psychoanalyzes his shocked expression. Like, women, right? <laughs> We're just trying to do the the business time. But, she's like, probably no one ever told him that she they love him and that she's proud of him. He's a little wounded bird. This is where the porn really oh. starts. Mm-hmm. For the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I can make him better with my love. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he casts himself on the corner of the bed again. And then scoots her away from the wet spot like a gentleman. Totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. It is his role to deal with that since since that's his uh, mess. But he scoots all yeah. the way onto her side. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be like, I'm going back to the Duchess chamber. Bye. Yeah, you have a whole other room. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't support intimacy creation. No, but well, you could see ya, thanks. use the one room for the act and then the other for the recovery. Although most of the time they oh, would okay. say that the man would go to the woman's room and then yeah. leave. Usually... So they would leave the woman's room a freaking mess. So. Yeah. At least he's being right? gentlemanly. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. They should be used to clean the woman's room. She's like three bleeding her courses later. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, unfortunately, huh. huh? Thinks Daphne. He always seems to spill his seat on the sheet. It's like, wait, mm-hmm. a womb needs a strong seat. Hold the phone. She's like, what? supposed to stay inside. What is that? Pointing at his spunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have children, or you won't. And there's a very big row where she tells him she knows everything and he tells her the fuck she does and tells her exactly how big a prick his dad was. And plus, mm-hmm. he's like, there's no male heirs and no cousins, so when I die, so does the Duke, dumb. And exits through the dressing room like any good diva would. And then like, what am I gonna do? She's like, I love you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get out. Yep. <laughs> Just get out. I'm leaving into my dressing room. Uh... Lady Whistledown says, like, to say that men can be bullheaded would be insulting to the bull. And I say, hey, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right to me. But uh, Daphne seeks him out in his study the next day and tries to chat about it. Uh, And he's like, listen, I did offer to be shot instead of this. Which is what what every woman wants to hear. (laughs) None of this is my fault. I could have just been dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, remember that time you stopped me from getting shot? Yeah. My conscience is clear. <laughs> he spends the day alone brooding and has convinced himself by that evening that he never lied to her, not really. So, uh, makes for their bedroom uh, to have another talk, but she isn't there. He's like, random maid, where is she gone? She's like, uh, to her bedroom. What the hell? What? Oh, what? Snap. She has a bedroom? <laughs> so finding and pounding on that door and shouting to gain entry. Listen, woman, you're my wife. I own you and you'll sleep in my bed. Nuh-uh. Which I think is probably an uncommon demand, right? Right. Most yeah, of the that's, time they that's would That's really the way to win that argument there. Yeah. That's not what it's done. Reminding a independent woman that yeah. you own her. <laughs> Always <Yeah>. works. <laughs> <laughs> always. Always works. Every time I remind Danielle of our wedding vows, I've always gotten my way. Uh, <laughs> <you have. laughs> 
for in victory and defeat. That's the one. That was the second, the second wedding. I don't remember a shit from the first one. Anyway. Oh, good. So I'm not the only one anymore. <laughs> I remember nothing. I remember it being nice and lovely. There you go. And us getting to wear tuxedos in Las Vegas and having a really good dinner. He yeah. almost blew yeah. out the time. unity candle, though, and that's what I was focused on. Like, shit, it's almost over before it even started. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Daphne's like, you're withholding from me, so I'm withholding from you. Oh, shit. You're not shit. even your own man. Like, everything you do is because of your dad, and he's super dead. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, well, it's not for my dad when I touch you like this. It's like, mm. yeah, it certainly is. And when you jizz on your sheets, that's for him, too. Yep. Instead mm-hmm. of using my God-given receptacle. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how it went down. These are some pretty intense arguments yeah, here. Yeah, they were. It's like, listen, I'm your husband. I could make you bed, me, bed with me. She's like, uh-uh. She's like, yeah, you would, but you... You won't. You could, but you wouldn't. Now get out. So he leaves. Lady Whistledown's like, men sure are drinking a lot lately. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> simon storms off to go foxing like he gets super drunk and punches Fox. local ruffians imagining they're his dad so fun like another book where he could have just become batman at this point yep <laughs> it's about the funds and the anger yep right uh he stumbles home as the sun's rising and bangs on daphne's door again and there's a kind of funny scene where he's like super drunk falling down and confessing that all his o's were really just Designed so that he wins for once and his dad doesn't get what he wants. Like, he doesn't get his perfect son or a perfect daughter-in-law or a perfect grandchild. Like, even mm. though my dad would have really liked you, I married you anyway. So nice. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, he drunkenly asks her to stay as she's trying to haul his ass into bed. It's her bed, too. Go and away. she's like, all right, and lays down with him. Waking up about an hour later... Uh, Daphne wakes up and notices that drunk and asleep Simon has a bit of a nighttime boner. She doesn't get it. Mm. Like, I didn't know they could do that in their sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they man. They, they Sometimes. do. Sometimes. For the record, they do that. They yep. do. All the time. Yep. Anyway, so she uh, <laughs> decides to engage. And uh, we get to enjoy some light raping. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's still, that's, that's a no. No it's means no, no, man. You are married. Yeah. But he's drunk. And uh, <laughs> that means no. Especially I learned that in just, grad school. Just had a big fight about not having seed, but certain place. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Before Simon can point himself at his favorite bed sheet, <laughs> <laughs> the seed is inside her, and he is super pissed. He is am- amazingly sober at that point. It's a sobering thing. <laughs> he slept enough of it off. <laughs> Accidental ejaculation is a sobering thing. I won't. Yeah. I won't elaborate. Nah. We take. We take one thing away from this, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, he leaves and leaves a note that there's pressing business at one of his other estates. He's like, "Bye." Yep. I'm out. And Daphne has quiet time tea and prays that results of her rape is a baby, because he's probably mm-hmm. not going to get another chance. That's right. Yep. Uh, so Lady Whistledown's like, hey, I saw the new Duchess of Hastings out on a walk by herself. Uh-oh, shit. Because yep. she's gone back yeah. to London, but stays at the Hastings house instead of with her family. Spends the next few weeks checking her bed sheets, each morning like it's Christmas to see if she's bled all over them. <laughs> but after four weeks of white sheets, there's a new Pope. No, there's not a new Pope. She asks for Simon's new address and writes him a letter, which she lets an angry visiting Anthony take to him after he agrees not to read it. 
and not to punch Simon in the face again. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simon receives the letter and a scolding from uh, from Anthony after that. He's like, again, you look like shit, mate. As he deserves. <laughs> uh, Daphne's letter is basically like, uh, my efforts, your words, not mine, have been successful. What do we do? Yeah. Simon's like, have my carriage hitched. I make for London. Get that carriage. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Lady Whistledown's like, but I haven't seen Mr. the Duke. What happened? Where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Simon goes back and returns to Bridgington House to find that Daphne's not there. So gets, a, goes, gets a talking down from the butler. The butler's like, you idiot. It's like, where is she? <laughs> uh, at Casey's house. At, at it is your, your wife. At, is- at her <laughs> house. <laughs> where else would she be? So he goes to the Hastings house to find that she's not there either. She's out writing. While she's pregnant. <gasps> Shit. Yeah. That's not good. No, this is She didn't know you shouldn't do that. We've firmly entered the part of the romantic comedy where the guy has to chase her down to prove that he's sorry. Right. So. Full Benny Hill music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it would be appropriate. They're in Hyde Park. Uh, yeah. Yes, Daphne's riding alone until she smacks into a tree branch and falls off her horse on her ass. And you're like, uh-oh, miscarriage. Probably bad. Not good yeah. for you. But Probably. No. Simon finds her there and comforts her, checking for broken bones. What the hell are you doing? Didn't you even think about the baby? like, you didn't want this baby. He's like, yeah, but I don't want you to kill it. <laughs> Which, fair point. <laughs> yes. Right? He's like, well, there isn't a baby. I got my courses. Oh. He's like, oh. Well, oh. well I oh, want you no. back anyway, Daphne. I left because you made me stutter. She's like, it wasn't all of the rape. He's like, well, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like that. <laughs> but it was, that was mostly okay. the no. stutter. Yeah. My they, great secret. <laughs> they have a contract. Yeah. <laughs> about sleep sex. There's a marriage it's, it's a thing. Contract. Don't yeah, worry about it. Isn't like divorce in this time is like mm, not such a good idea. Yeah. It's not kind really of a good upon. idea. She already used her one sleep sex coupon for the month and so right. she's out of bounds. <laughs> Here's the thing too. I mean, he's an adult duke now. If people find out he stuttered, especially when he was a kid and maybe when he's flustered, would it really fucking matter? They still have to call you your goddamn grace. Yeah, well, this so. guy, they, they have such stupid problems. They really do. And they deal with them in such stupid ways. Yeah. Well, he could just smack a bitch, not her, <laughs> but anyone else who would say shit, and no one would care because he's a duke. <laughs> no. And back in this time, like, he could still only be tried by other peers. Yeah. Right. And that's, like, for high crimes and shit in the House of Lords. No one's going to care if he smacks around somebody or, Below his rank because they make fun of him for having a stutter sometimes. Yeah. Like, come on. Is the Duke of Hastings going to have to smack a bitch? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, just train, just have your butler or your head people at your party say that to folks. Uh, Duke of Hastings, because he's going to have to smack a bitch here, I will let him know that you made fun of him. That's right. So I'm going to tell. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. And he's a nice guy, so that says something when he has to smack a bitch. Simon is? He's not all that he's nice. He's nice enough. So nice. Yeah. He seems to want to throttle For his time period, quickly. he's nice enough, and he married for love. That, I guess not for money. True. And because so. of a gun in his back. Right. <laughs> and he was willing to do that to not get married. That's true. Like, he married for love. That's he likes true. Daphne a whole lot, so. He could have just married her and then ignored her, that's true. Yeah, that could have happened as well. That's so. true. Um... So yeah, they rehash their argument from before. It's like, you're letting your anger with your dad run your life. He's like, hey, anger is a gift. It's maybe what I am. Like, no, the skates weren't magic. You were angry all on your own. 
Like, she's not wrong. Want to be happy. And Lady Whistledown's like, hey, Pan's back. Pan's back. So they return to the house and find the three eldest Bridgerton boys waiting for them all angry. why wouldn't they be there? Right. Anthony, Benedict, and Colin are like, hey, fuckface, heard you were talking shit with my sister. And they're both kind of like, both Simon and Daphne are like, could you just go? Like, they're like, no. None of you are married. You don't understand how married life is. Not until right, they prove yeah. that, he, they, that he loves her. We'll, stay, we'll wait, mm-hmm. basically. No, married life means occasionally you have to ride off on a horse angrily and get smacked in a tree. <laughs> Falling your ass and then have an argument in a park. That's Better just what show you them do. that they yeah. love each other. They are all staying right there. Correct. That's right. She's like, you're going to, like, Simon and Daphne are like, could you leave because I'm rather ready to bed my wife? And yes, the right? boy's like, we can't leave till you prove that you love her. And I think that they could kill two birds with one stone here. <laughs> right? Yeah. But no, he pulls her aside and tenderly confesses his love. And uh, oh. makes to drag her upstairs. Like, we're going to fuck now. They're, they make out a little. <laughs> you may go. <laughs> and even Violet busts in and drags one of them out by the ear. Oh, Colin. And they do go upstairs. And they have some of the sex. And mm-hmm. Simon no. <laughs> even finishes inside of her. He's like, I'm oh, ready. Oh, how wonderful. He's like, it says it feels pretty cool. That's uh, that's how it went down. He's like, man, I could have been doing this the whole time. Travis, I think you should just rewrite all of her books for what a waste. I'm my own after this. <laughs> yes, there's some other falling action with some afterglow cuddles and tearful confessions slash therapy sessions where Daphne sees the wounded bird again and is like, ah, uh, he can only be fixed by my love. But then she's like, oh shit, those letters. Remember those letters from last <laughs> section? I was oh, supposed yeah, to give you all those letters from your dad. Here they so are. She's like, here they are. And he's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, I will maybe read them later, but I just kicked this guy out of my life. I'm not ready to revisit. So let's uh-huh. get to getting on them babies. That's right. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So yes. epilogue. Four years later, uh, Lady Whistledown's like, a boy at last for the Hastings. This is baby boy who's probably David. Joins his three sisters. Hooray. And Simon right. makes a note like, oh, how the hell did she know we were going to call him David? Also, who is she? <laughs> and somewhere not so far off, a lady sets an ink quill to paper. Lady Whistledown Society Papers, December 19th, 1817. So it's, it's probably not either of them. Probably not. Probably not. But who knows? It could I, be one of the kids. Oh, man. Time-traveling oh. kids could be. I can't believe they're going to give it away at the end of this first... Uh season the end oh they are in the show yeah they're oh. going to tell you and oh. it's going to ruin the books for you now Uh-oh. it's gonna ruin i it. firmly believe it that was colin the whole time <laughs> it was it was the the chubby one from the dance the oh yeah team. maybe <laughs> the, weren't they all chubby yeah i don't know i don't remember uh nigel is, is that even that big a deal like it didn't really pay play any part at all in this book except for their it might if we read more of the books and know more about the characters right 
Like, nothing so, she said was that scandalous. No. I, I would agree for this first book, but I'm presuming it builds from there. I wanted to be like, it's guess like, who accidentally killed a guy and then tried to cover it up? It's kind of important <laughs> that, like, that most people, like, don't know yeah. until, yeah. like, the book where it comes out. Because, like, that's a big plot point uh-huh. in, is that, in is, the book where it happens. Does that become more of a thing? Like, they're trying to find out who it is? Yes. Yeah. I think they have it in, like, betting books, even. At White's, right? Isn't that the betting books place? Well, the marriage odds you mentioned were in the betting books. They start betting on that. Oh. Like, it's just it's just important to the book. I guess. And it's just, everyone's just going to know now. Mm-hmm. Is it Angela oh, well. Lansbury? No. No. It's not her. Is, okay. Is You'll find Emma, out at Emma the Thompson? end of the season. They'll tell you it's not Emma Thompson. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm ready to watch this. Let's go. I've heard. All right. I've heard, go fire up I've the Netflix. I hear it's awesome. And I heard that because it's like Netflix's fifth best show ever <laughs> that they are planning on doing. Uh, uh, they're going to try and do all eight. Oh, nice. I'm intrigued because uh, it was funny. A couple of weeks ago, my my brother's fiance here it was like 1130 on a Friday. Came down. She's like, have you heard of Bridgerton? Like, yeah. And I'm like, actually, yes, that's what we're doing for the podcast right now. I'm listening to the book. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, you have to watch the show. I'm like, I fully plan to in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> After we finish the second half of the book. Yes. And then we can get to watching it. She's like, I need someone to talk to about this. About the show. And I'm like, if you love this, you should watch Downton. Downton won't have as much sex, but you will like the drama. But you can just I push Downton a lot if you couldn't tell. <laughs> You could. There you go. Everybody uh, but... that I know that has watched this has loved it. So yes, she loved it, and she she finished it in like two days. That's what they so. say. They all binge in it. Yeah. And then, but then they're all like, "Oh wait, we're not going to see as much as the Duke in the second book." Like that's how these books go, yo. You have to focus on. There's eight kids. They can't yeah. all marry the same. It's like, Duke. don't worry. There will be plenty of upper crusty wealthy people. To watch, there will be, and they'll they'll all still be in all of them. They just won't have as yeah. Big a part. They'll all go to the they'll be at the parties and see each other there, right? Because that's how society functions, right? But some of them will be married and boring now. That's right. It is funny Maybe. to me when I read these books because, like, you're reading, it, you're like, your heroine is so witty, and then like in the next book, you've got like Anthony's story and like his lady, and then like Daphne and her husband will be around, and like Daphne seems like such an old maid now, like with like the stuff Aww. that she says, and you're like. Ah, it's not like how you were in the other book, but I guess you're married and you're boring now, so. so I will have to say I enjoyed Daphne's <laughs> wittiness. It's just like, it's not. She it's, was spunky, it's true. It's, yeah. It's not, they're, they're, they like, aren't I as good in the you. next books, but. Okay. They're always the best in their book because they have the most I guess it has to be that way, yeah, so we don't focus in on them in somebody else's story. Yeah, you can't overshadow the people who have to have the book yeah, you can. be theirs. Yeah, it's fine. And I, like I said, I like the second book the best. That one's my favorite. Mm. Cool. Even though Anthony is a total dick in this whole book, I really like his. <laughs> He's story. better in the next one. I, He's just I just angry like the it. whole time. <laughs> I just and I I like the lady that he's paired with. It's just a good. It's a good story. I like it. Hmm. Nice. I don't not? recall there being any rapes in the next book, though. I just well, really guys, so. I'm out. It's probably good. <laughs> no, no I guess rape. the author learned after one time that left a little too, too much of a dirty experience in her mind. So she's like, no, I'm not doing that again. Maybe. Um, yeah. So a couple of things that uh, I noticed that I didn't make a note about, uh, 
she constantly was referring to like humping as the most ancient of rhythms like more than once she called it the most ancient rhythm and i'm like that's weird i don't remember that yes i guess because does everyone have the same tempo tempo like same <laughs> I, I assume we all have different are different it's yeah. hard to Dude, say. Yeah, I think it's cultural. Have the same like three, four time. Or Let's like... do a study. <laughs> I read a romance novel once, and Travis and I joke about this. <clears throat> it was by an author. Her oh, name's God. Jude Devereaux. Um, mm-hmm. She was one of the first like romance novels, <clears throat> ladies that I wrote that I read, and I liked her stuff too. But like some of her stuff, was, like was like way back when, like when like men like beat their wives and stuff so like that got a little that's not good a little weird yeah, but there was one of hers where they were like ha- going at it having the sex and it was like once twice four times and he was done and so we <laughs> so we Travis and I joke about that all the time now because I was like wow that's romantic <laughs> didn't last very long sure didn't and I think afterwards the lady if I recall was like what He's- <laughs> and then they're always asleep immediately afterwards and (laughs) he's like what has happened here that's so he doesn't have to hear her go hey what about me because he's not a good lover not like simon he always made sure it was satisfying before he spilled on the sheets right uh (laughs) the other thing is somewhere in here uh nigel got married to one of the featheringtons right oh yeah was it was it featherington or was it i think it was philip i think it was a featherington Philip, Philip, yeah, Philippa. Philippa Featherington no. married Nigel. I don't know. I'm so glad Nigel finally found somebody to deal with his bullshit. It's true. Right. It's true. Um, um Go ahead. Uh, it go was ahead. funny. I did watch a thing where the cast of the movie were taking turns, like, reading the very first sex scene. Like, mm-hmm. and they were hilarious, like, mm-hmm. reading it out loud. They're like, oh, my God, I hope there's no children listening. <laughs> <laughs> like the girl that plays Eloise is like, you know what? This is actually really quite like sexy. Like I would like this. I mean, not like if we were on the bus or something, but <laughs> it was just like really funny to watch them read it. You wouldn't want someone to look over your shoulder and see it. The the men were very very funny reading it. So you should My look bad. that clip up. I'll have to. All right. So uh, final thoughts about the book. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I want to read. I'm going to read the second one now. Just gonna yeah, I would say thumbs up. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'd continue reading them though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might someday pick them up. At least yeah. the next one. See what it's like. Got a lot of irons in the fire, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right. got a but lot on my plate these days. It's definitely something that's like I know I would enjoy this series. Most yeah, likely. Yeah. So I would give it a thumbs up. It's not really my cup of tea, but apparently I'm going to own all of them all. Sure are. On yeah. BarnesandNoble.com. So. And you can see all my five-star reviews that I'm putting <laughs> in. <laughs> That's his Wonderful. And after I finished reading, it asked for a review, and I did it. And then when I hit submit, it said, oh, this is under your account. So oh. you just gave this review. Lucky me. Perfect. You can give all the rest of them from going forward. It'll be great. I'm going to spend an audible credit, though, and get the second one on audiobooks. I want to see if it's sexier when some lady reads it to me. Yeah. Well, if it's the same lady, she has a British accent, so it's very nice. Perfect. Very pleasant to listen to. A little weird when she does dude voices, but you get used to it. I'm halfway there already. (laughs) Uh, I have to pick my next audible book, because I got my credit for the month. I don't know what I want to get, because I got the Obama book last month. Oh. That's a good way to kill a boner. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bad book, I'm sure. 
my in the back of my head, I'm saving it for the audiobook version of that Kim Stanley Robinson book. It's been out, Ministry of Future or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm. It must be really good. Mm. So that'll be actually the third Kim Stanley Robinson book I have up from Audible. Oh. They have New York 2140 about people who live in a flooded New York because of climate change. Mm-hmm. But they developed this like sealant technology, so all the floors that are underwater, you can still live in them. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, the years of rice and fire. I think that's my pretty good. I haven't finished it yet because it's long, but that's a uh, alternate history of the world where pretty much all of Europe was wiped out during the Black Death. Hmm. And it follows people, these people throughout suing centuries and culture development between China and the Muslim world. Lovely, but it's pretty cool. <clears throat> good stuff. He's a good science fiction author. Yeah, he also brings in important topics into his writing. Yeah, so he did. Uh, he did the Mars trilogy, correct? Yes, he did. That was his yeah. first big hit. Yeah, the Mars trilogy. Yeah, I read those. Mm-hmm. Well, I've not read any of those things, but They're I have some enjoyable. extra Audible credits, so maybe I'll use one of those for that. Wunderbar. Maybe people so, people have been raving about the latest one, that Ministry of Future, or whatever it is. Hmm. Interesting. Double check that what it's called. I know it's Ministry of something related to time. Ministry of Sound. (laughs) I don't think you can use that one. Yeah. Well, so did we decide that we're going to split the Netflix show in half? That's probably the way to do it. So we don't have so much material to cover in one go. Yeah. Other than just a real basic review of, I liked it, so here's the changes. (laughs) So. Okay. So we'll. I would say if people can't wait. Yeah. At least. Okay. Because there's only eight, right? There's only eight episodes, so the first four for next time. All right. So, uh, what else is good? Chris Ham. I mean, the New Mutants was pretty, pretty, pretty good. That was pretty good. Contrary to what people say, I recommend it. Don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes, but I've learned <laughs> don't listen to them anyways because too many Tom, Dick, or Harrys can get on there and tank ratings because they don't like a that a female lead is the main person. Yeah. So uh, I think it was enjoyable. We were talking about it after it again. It was kind of a new direction for in the Marvel Universe movie. Yeah. Bringing in X-Men stuff and being just kind of a different format from what we've seen from them so far with the, the regular Avengers superhero focus. Yeah. Do you think it's going to work? I think it could lead to... I do. I think it could lead to some really good movies. Hmm. Matt said, too, if they keep going with it, it could lead to a really good villain being brought in Yeah, as well. So I thought it was good, and I hope they make some more. We'll find out. Yeah. Hmm. I guess we will. Yeah. All right. And I want to see that News of the World movie that's just available for rent. Oh, yeah. With Tom Hanks. Yeah. That looks interesting. That's pretty good. Looks interesting. Cool. Um, other Chris? Have you heard of this? Uh, it's it's a little movie called Soul. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen yeah, it. I watched I watched Soul. Yeah. And yeah. big thumbs up. Yeah. Moderate yeah, it was up. really good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I agree with that assessment. Yeah. Uh, Everyone should watch it. I was bordering on writing a uh, blog post about it, but then I got lazy and didn't do it, but Mm-hmm. The thing that struck me about it was after it was over, we watched some of the special features, and they're talking about how coronavirus interrupted the whole production of the show. Yeah, and they had to finish oh, yeah. it up working from home. 
Yeah, it was a weird I think about that. Thought that I couldn't quite put into a real idea to write about, but it was like yeah, a movie about going out and living life while you were alive that they had to make while they had to lock yeah. indoors and not do that. Yeah, yeah. that's so weird. Kind of weird. But then we had to figure out new ways of living life. Yeah. So, because my only thing I could add is they have a glasses collection at Walmart. At the optometrist, they have a whole line of different glasses frames from Seoul. Oh, wow! So that's the lead for what I can add. In adult sizes? Yes. Oh, sizes oh, okay. for everyone, the whole family, including some clear, clear ones and stuff that are in the styles of the characters. Yeah, neat. So that's cool. I'd like the art a lot in it. Yes, and the and music. We thought it Really kind of rang through a bit of, like, Mr. Holland's opus as well. Yeah. It's some of those similar heartstrings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's yeah. what I thought they were going to, that's where they were going to go at the end, was to be like, his purpose was he, like, teaching people. Like, right. nope, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> his purpose is just living life, which is fine, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's for him to realize what his purpose is. Yeah. That, uh. Good lesson. That Trent Reznor. Great character. Whatever mm-hmm. that other guy's mm-hmm. name is, I always forget. Atticus Ross. Yes, I was going to say Atticus Finch. That's not right. That's from the definitely not. That's a different guy. Yeah, they do some good soundtracks for sure. They do mm-hmm. very much. Cool. Uh, any other thoughts on Soul? Another Chris. I don't want to cut you off. You had other bullet points. No, cool. no, just it was good. I recommend it. Watch it if you have the uh, the means. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Daniel. What? What else is good? Three day weekend. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> that certainly counts. Yep. How are your choices going? I haven't been playing as much because I've been trying to finish up this book, so I've got so many diamonds <laughs> saved up. I'm going to buy so many outfits. It's going to be great. Awesome. So many extra scenes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I had a, a, there's a couple of things I'm reading right now. One of them is uh, this book. How to Read Donald Duck. Ah, uh-huh. Which I got from uh, Shakespeare and Company uh, online from overseas. But it's weird because I got it for the wrong reason, but it's still interesting. Uh-huh. So uh, I heard a couple of months back that like Donald Duck comics are a big deal in Germany especially. Because when the old Disney comics came out, they let the local people translate and write for them. So the German yes. ones in particular are really well done and have a whole lot of, I don't know, literary allusions and references. And they're really smart. And so it's kind mm. of a big deal over there. So I, I thought that's what this was going to be about. But the uh, after the colon in here, it's how to read Donald Duck. Imperialist ideology in the Disney comic. And it's basically a screed against disney comics and how they are brainwashing the whole world to believe in like disney's imperialist manifesto <laughs> so oh. that's interesting interesting uh Whoa. and so this in particular was got a couple of layers of interest for me because it was originally written in the 70s by some people in chile um and this version had a couple of different forewords both for the um English translation and then like the what thirty year anniversary thirty year anniversary 
No, because this was like just last year. So it was like the book itself is interesting because it is really a deep dive in the kind of things that you see in like Donald Duck comics. And if you uh-huh. haven't read those, just think of old DuckTales, basically. But oh, okay, mm-hmm. how he's just like his job is to go around and not really work hard, but get all the riches from everywhere else. Uh, and uh, because he's ventured to get it, he should probably steal all these natives, you know, source of funds and everything. Of course, racist depictions of people in the comics and uh, the weird way that no one has any parents, and everyone's like disconnected from natural order. So anyway. I don't know thought about that. <laughs> that part's interesting. Nobody has any parents. But then they're talking yeah. about all the issues they had with translating it and how, of course, Disney wanted to ban the book outright. Because, you know, you don't really want a book where people are like, this guy sucks, coming in. <laughs> but then yeah. the, the beforehand was also talking about uh, a different Donald that has, you know, gained prominence in the last couple of years. So it was weird. Weird kind of time mm-hmm. capsuling thing but sounds like it uh it kind of strays a little bit too much into kind of like uh i don't know what you might read on any sort of like reddit post and like very detailed uh critiques of specific lines being like well this shows exactly how this guy's like just an asshole but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway still interesting um the other thing that i'm listening to is ready player two Oh. And I'm oh, listening to that. it because uh, that's how I read the first one. And Will Wheaton reads both of them. Oh. And uh, those books are shitty. But <laughs> Will Wheaton has the right kind of uh, understanding of the type of person writing it and the character he's portraying to read it the right way. So it takes it to a new oh, level. okay. Uh-huh. It's still not good. But uh-huh. he's he's at least makes it interesting. So... Uh, I'm enjoying that more than you should. And if you're going to read it, don't read it. Let, let Will Wheaton read it to you. Fantastic. So, That's fair advice. Yeah. It's uh, it's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's what I got. Or else you'd have, you'd have nothing else that was good. You're going to talk about the seven cent coin or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> Fun fact, we did used to have a three-cent coin. That's not Back fun at all. I have one. <laughs> they made it, uh, well, it is for people who like coins. I guess. They made it in, like, around the Civil War, after Civil War, and we had it until, I think, the 18... Yeah. But then they're like, we don't really need this anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Because we have a five-cent coin, you know? It should be the lowest use. denomination we have. It was just because, like, money was scarcer from the Civil War for a while, and the economy hadn't really rebounded. Yeah. So they had some more, like, interdenominational coins. We had a two-cent coin, too, for the same time period. Why not? Yeah. I also have one of. We got a coin shortage now, for whatever reason. We do. And that's why my, uh, my, our coin subreddit's been having a good time this year, because people have been spending shit from their collection. Somebody actually got a three-cent coin change from (laughs) 7-Eleven. Oh, hey, see, there's all the coins right there. Chris, you're supposed to share those. Took them all. But yeah, people are using (laughs) old pieces to spend and as change. People are getting, someone goes, hey, look, I got this 1858 penny, and I got this 1865 nickel, and a lot of Indian head cents are floating around again. It's kind of weird. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, it's like you use what you have, I guess. Cash, I 
don't have to worry about I those. don't either. My kids have so Apparently, many $2 bills, and it's like, I'm afraid to give them to anyone because they don't understand this. Young kids are like, this is Because you money. could use them. Huh? I've heard that they make a bunch of those each year, because everybody hoards them. So no one's really used them in like 30 years. <laughs> yeah, we've got a ton of them. It's true. But well, apparently you can find stuff in the coin in coin stars. Hmm. As people do that too, you can find silver coins or foreign coins because they get passed to the reject, the reject yeah, spot yeah. essentially because they don't weigh the what they're supposed to. So, so I've learned a lot of things stars. from the pandemic. Yes. Oh yeah, and you'll be in apparently place. there's a bunch out in the wilds. All right. Probably at the grocery stores where they've always been. <laughs> seems like. We gotta run. Yes, there you go, people who didn't know different denominations of coins that you didn't know existed, and you can find old stuff at Coin Stars. Yep, the three cent and the two cent. Just a waste of time. And whatnot. Just a waste of time, man. And the nickel (laughs) used to be the half dime because it was made out of silver, and they decided to make out of nickel. That's when it became the The, nickel, the the five cent piece, the hay dime, the hay dime. Yeah, yeah. the hay dime. (laughs) When the first one was called a dime, d i s m e. Because it was French. And uh, those are pretty rare. Someone got one at a local coin store for like 20 bucks for spot silver and figured out they had that. And it's worth like $15,000. Hmm. Nice. So, yeah. It was from 1792. I would take it. It was one of the first coins made. And all those deems from that year are guaranteed to have been like picked up and held by like Thomas Jefferson oh. and Benjamin Franklin and George Washington. Oh. Inspecting like the first coins out of the mint and stuff, so like that's a pretty cool coin to find like out there in the wild that's at a cool. coin shop where they thought it was a foreign coin because <laughs> it was worn. Yep. So, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we gotta go put the kids to bed. Yeah, they might still be up. <laughs> Parents of the year. Yep. Also, <laughs> gotta, I gotta put me to bed. Okay, that was our session for today. Your homework for this time is to go watch the first four episodes of Bridgerton on the Netflix, which, if you don't already have access to, I think you can still do the 30-day free trial and binge watch. Also, some brief Googling turns up a Season 1 DVD out there somewhere, so you might check with your local library for a physical copy to rent. Or, who knows? There's always a lot of stuff out there on that internet. As always, let's close things out with a few on-second thoughts. Everyone, I'm sorry you had to listen to me talk about all that sex stuff. I mean, it was there in the text, and I tried to soften the blow, so to speak, as much as possible. Ugh, just like, hearing your own voice on a recording is cringy enough. Adding bodily fluids into the mix, it's tough is all. Also, an in-real-life second thought, after we recorded this episode, I did have some more thoughts on Soul, and on the pandemic and its impact on Disney+, and how it mirrored how we were all processing the quarantine over the last year. I put all of that into a blog post, which you can go read about on rtfbpod.com. Just click on Blogs, then look for the entry on Raya and the Last Dragon. Also, also, there's another relevant blog post about Ready Player 2, specifically about how Ready Players 1 and 2 are both better stories in every other medium than the books, so give them both a read. You know, if if you want to. Today's episode was shamefacedly spoken about in very vague terms on the eve of losing its maidenhood by Chris Chrisham, 
Chris, Other Chris Jacobson, Danielle, Neither Chris Rowe, was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. listeners about Tupishvat. That'll be the day before, the holiday I don't do anything for. Tupishvat. <laughs> well, it's, it's become a popular winter holiday. I think it was originally the New Year of the Trees. Because oh. there were separate New Year's in the ancient Hebrew-Israelite calendar stuff because they had to use it for figuring purposes because when you planted... Especially like fruit bearing trees, you couldn't harvest their fruit for seven years. Yeah. So they had an official year each year to count how old they are oh. for growing purposes so you know when it's time to harvest. Stuff like that. But now it's kind of a little holiday focused on nature and stuff like that. Nice. So nature is nice. About that. It is yeah. nice. Pretty good. Keeps us alive. All that jazz. <laughs> Which. Is a good thing in the long run, I think. Agreed.